0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Red Line Podcast. This is our second go-around today. We are using our our beloved app, Anchor. When it suddenly crashed 13 minutes into the episode, we won't get into that. And we're also going to skip the how are you's for everyone wondering. Alex is doing great. We're going to do four uh, four segments today. Uh, We'll start with the uh, NBA, then we'll move to the NHL, then the MLB, and then we will do the NFL, which is one month away from kickoff. And seemingly do not have a plan just yet. But we'll get to that eventually. We'll start here with the NBA. Alex? NBA.
1: <laughs> yep, the <laughs> NBA. Oh, man, we are... We've been trying cool. to re- record this episode for like an hour now. Yeah, it's been, it's been a tough go around. But anyway, uh, before Anchor cut off, we were talking about uh, how the playoffs were shaping up. Uh, Celtics obviously clinching the third seed. Uh, bottom of the East, not 100% locked up yet. So, either way, one key thing we were talking about was the Philadelphia 76ers, of course. Uh, they came in at plus 2,000 odds to win the NBA Finals it coming into the bubble. They was a big key part in Ben Simmons last week. He leaves the bubble. He goes off and has surgery on his knee. Injury prone. That's all right. Not really for a former number one overall pick who... I don't say he hasn't come to fruition yet, but he definitely hasn't tapped into his full potential, obviously. But 76ers going from plus 2,000 odds to win, to plus 5,000. Uh, obviously, odds don't really mean anything if they can get it together. But obviously, losing a big key part in their offense, bringing up the ball, or getting into the paint, obviously, as not shoot uh, threes. He's, he's a pussy, but... <laughs> Big piece missing in the 76ers' uh, starting lineup, that's for sure. And I'm not so sure they can have Josh Richardson, who did have a good game according to you the other night, or Alec uh who is – I just don't think they can, they're going to piece it together losing Ben Simmons. Um, Josh Richardson actually did have a great game yesterday.
0: And, you know, before Anchor cut off, um, we were talking about how – this is a team I still wouldn't want to see the Celtics play. I mean, let's see. Alex Burks is 6'6". Joel Embiid, 7 foot, Tobias Harris, 6'8". Al Horford, 6'8". Shake Middleton, 6'5". Kyle Quinn, 6'9". They have big boys on this team. Big, big boys. Something the Celtics really do not have. For the Celtics, I wanted to pull up the heights real quick. I mean... We'll start we'll start by the starting lineup from the judge. You got you got Jason Tatum playing the four, who is not a four traditionally. But for the Celtics, we have Jalen Brown six 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 six. We'll got Carson uh Carson Edwards five eleven. He won't play much. Taco Fall seven five. Maybe if we meet the Sixers in the playoffs, we see Taco. I doubt it. Gordon Hayward, six seven, Ennis Canther, six ten. Daniel Tyson six eight and six eight, and he's our starting center. So this is still a team I would not want to see because of their height. And also, they have a lot of depth. They, have, they still have ballers on that team. So just, with, uh, just because Ben Simmons is out it doesn't mean I'd want to see the Philadelphia 76ers. Because, I, like, I, uh, like I said before we cut off here, you know, the Celtics don't have enough big men to cover Al Horford, Tobias Harris, and Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid could very well drop 40 every game against the Celtics, if that's the case. I'm not downplaying Daniel Tyson's defense or any of the Celtics' defense. I'm just saying they are big boys, and the big man wins in basketball.
1: That's true. and It's kind of not a lost art, but it's sure very rare to have a superstar at the big, you know, the the four or the five. I mean, obviously, Anthony Davis, Joel Embiid, yes. it's, It's certainly you know, uh two very popular names, but the Celtics have gone a small ball for the past. Uh, I mean, I don't think they've ever had someone, you know, lurking in the paint for, uh, I don't know, I, I a recent memory. I mean, since uh, Garnett,
0: who, like, I mean, Kevin if we're talking KG, actual, like, I mean, and we're talking like big name, like, I mean, the closest thing we've had in recent history is Al Horford. Shaq. <laughs> but or Shaq, Shaq. Well, Shaq, but, but Shaq came for a cu- cup of coffee. You that's know, it it's true. like, I'm saying, like, recent, outside of KG, Al Horford, who, well, I just said a 6'10", and Al Horford, I mean, you and I call him what? What do we call him?
1: Average is, Al.
0: Because that's exactly what he is, Average Al. That's not, like, a, a superstar in in the center position. And, you know, you're right, you're absolutely right, the Celtics have always kind of gone towards that small ball lineup, which, you know what, in the NBA, it's not, it's, doesn't, it doesn't fail you every time. Look at Houston. You know, Houston's been w- playing pretty well. Even the Celtics. Gold they're a great State. team. Golden State. And you know what? It's a, it's small ball doesn't always mean failure. So, with, with the Celtics, you know, I still, I'm not saying they would lose to Philadelphia. Because I know they would, they would beat Philadelphia. I know for a fact they'd beat Philadelphia. Especially without Ben Simmons. But... It's just a team I wouldn't want to see. Like, if I was to choose another team, I would, I would much rather see them. The only team that really concerns me in the East for the Boston Celtics is the Milwaukee Bucks. That's it. That's all that concerns me for them. So, you know what? Just because I don't want to play Philadelphia doesn't mean I'm worried about them. doesn't mean I'm, I'm scared or intimidated by the 76ers because I'm absolutely not. But if, if there's another matchup possible, I'd much rather see that other team.
1: No, definitely, I mean, it's, I'm not saying, I think the Celtics, obviously, they've kind of had the whole, so they've, they've babyed the 76ers in their whole couple of years now, at least. I mean, I, obviously, the confetti going off is a is a key moment in 76ers-Celtics rivalry history in recent memory. A newfound uh, rivalry. Uh, it's, uh, it's, yeah, exactly. You know, Embiid, you know, crying about, oh, whatever. I don't know. Who knows, really? Crying much, about anything? Anything at all. Refs, Celtics, Marcus Smart, whatever it might be, but I don't think I'd want to see them in the playoffs, but I think another team that is not as good as the Celtics, but has a better big better big lineup, they can take care of them, and then we can take care with the small ball, whoever beats Philadelphia. Hopefully. Hopefully, at least. That, that's that's in, a, in a perfect world, but... In another sense, though, I mean, can the Celtics just beat the 76ers? I mean, there's no doubt.
0: They, absolutely, but i look, look. Milwaukee's the one. The Celtics won't see them in the first round. Toronto, number the they pretty much they got the two. They clinched the two. They won't see the Celtics in the sec, uh, the first round. Miami, I'm not too afraid of. You know, yes, the Celtics just lost Miami, but what did Kemba play? What like eighteen minutes? Now you All know right. he finally, we finally got to see a little more Kemba Walker yesterday. He played 32 minutes, though a strict 32 minutes. We didn't see him once in the overtime period, but you know we finally saw more of Kemba Walker, um, Miami. But Miami doesn't really concern me. The Pacers certainly do not. I mean, actually, T.J. Warren. I, I don't know where this came from. I, I don't Looking know if I like want. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to see T.J. Warren right now. Uh, Philadelphia and obviously Brooklyn and Orlando. I mean, jeez. Both sub five hundred teams. I'm not scared of either one of them. In Orlando, the Celtics, I mean,
1: even though the Celtics can't cover
0: the Celtics. Yeah, right. The Celtics didn't cover Orlando against Orlando, and uh, Aaron Gordon didn't even play. Neither did Jonathan Isaac, obviously. But no. like, I, I took the Celtics yesterday, but I took them on the line. I you know what this the bubble? It's just been the ball in the bubble. Like the games in the bubble has just been so like. They've been so interesting. Like TJ Warren's the best player in the bubble right now. The Suns haven't lost, Um, though they are down by 15 right now. Alex, I They're know you about have. To
1: uh, I know DeAndre you have Oklahoma was ruled out at, at the tip. Like, hello, what are we doing?
0: <laughs> That's the thing is with, with the NBA, you know. And, um well like every time you go to the fantasy whatever it may be i mean it could be we could be 5 minutes before tip off and these guys will just bag it they won't play that day um for rest whatever it may be and um there's one thing that about the nba that is tough but 15 in the first quarter is not too big of a lead there alex in the nba yeah, especially, especially in the seen, bubble
1: <laughs> as we've seen from our own hometown team obviously
0: Blowing a 24 to Portland yet yeah, they still hung on in one, but still blew a 24 point lead. But uh, yeah, another,
1: well, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, they de- definitely blew it.
0: Another, uh, another thing we were talking about before we cut off here is um, the Western Conference and how we are now, you know, at the Western Conference, if you look, two to seven or one to seven already clamped, uh, they already, already booked their spots. Two to two to seven, you know, anything can really happen there. Um, like with the the seven, six, five, four seeds, anything can kind of move around there. And uh, Denver and the Clippers that could kind of shift around there. The teams we know are set in the west. Um, it's just a matter of seeding, which that eight seed that eight seed is what what I was going to get to is that eight seed Memphis Grizzlies have, have it right now. Portland's a game behind them. San Antonio, two games behind them. We were talking about this before. Just based solely off strength of schedule for the rest of the two games of the season, Memphis plays Boston, and then they play, was it on Thursday the 13th? Then they, they play the Bucks. Portland plays Dallas, and then they play Brooklyn. So, who
1: was already in. So Who's already in.
0: Well, all of these teams have already clinched, so... Memphis gets the Celtics already in, Bucks already in the one seed. Portland gets the Mavericks, but the Mavericks have something to play for because the Mavericks could still, depending on what happens. Like I said, that middle of the West kind of, you know, it's not set in stone yet, uh, seeding purposes. And then, then they play Brooklyn, who was already in and is a sub five hundred team. So. I mean, I think it's going to be Portland based off uh, strength of schedule
1: here. Yeah. Game, even though he missed the two free throws, it's whatever. Uh, That was Damian Lillard, right? Yeah, and he followed it up with the 50-point game yesterday. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I I don't know. It's just a bubble, man. Like, it's so weird. (laughs) It's crazy. literally, (laughs) who knows what's going to happen. I mean, you know, we have a, a decent knowledge of what's going to happen, but you really don't know until it happens. That's why I'm, I'm – I'm, obviously, I've been keeping up in the bubble with all the games, NHL, NBA, you know, but it's just been so unpredictable. It's literally been unpredictable.
0: Right. Like I said, said TJ Warren, the best player in the bubble. Never that? thought I'd say that word. Never. Nope. Um, I don't know. But – but, like, we were just talking about Damian Lillard. I mean, yesterday they played a back-to-back games. Um, yesterday he finishes with 51 points, shooting 16 of 28. And uh, spoiling my parlay as well. Yeah, I was, well.
1: two,
0: I was two for three, took Philadelphia. Um, well, I, I hit Boston on the money line. Then I had Philadelphia. Um, they were down big, like, in, like, the second. Kind of made a little bit of a comeback. Uh Al I'm uh, not Al Horford, Joel Embiid first quarter. Uh he got hurt and didn't come back. So that kinda that kind of screwed me a little bit. Though he was shooting like one of six for like the first couple shots. I'm like, oh wow, this is a nightmare. Like I knew I hate this guy. Like I why would I ever like trust this guy? He was shooting like one of six in the first like I think it was like five or six minutes. Like this guy I was like, I I knew I I just could I knew I hated this guy. And I knew I had reasons, but that just gave me more. Like I hate Joel Embiid. So Oh, oh, you know what? I was like, you know what? Philadelphia, I think they were plus 200, 200 maybe? I think what, what Plus, I forget. They were plus 200. Something. They were underdogs. So I was like, oh, I'll throw them in there. So I had the Celtics who covered, um, well, they won out right. Then I had the Rockets who covered the four-and-a-half point spread. So I would have hit if it wasn't for uh, – those 76ers those darn 76ers
1: those darn 76ers is right still so <laughs> the bubble shaping up for uh, looks looks like it's going to be pretty good playoffs i uh, saw reports also that they're not bringing in the other 8 teams no surprise there but either way shaping up to be a uh, very entertaining very very entertaining uh, a couple of uh, months or a couple months here. A couple oh, the of month, bubble. Right? The, couple, right? I think we go to walk, October. At least, no. At, the, uh, at the, the latest October. At the latest October. So, whatever that means. So,
0: well, you know what? It, 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 the bubble play so far has been phenomenal. I mean, you've had all these games that are just shootouts. You've had players that you would never expect to pop off just start popping off. So, you know what? The bubble play has been great. And I'm loving it. Um, especially if you if you like to take the over in basketball games because uh, <laughs> the over is hitting about every game. I mean, just look at these numbers from yesterday. Celtics Magic, 122-119. Thunder Wizards, 121-103. Raptors, Raptors Grizzlies, 108-99. Spurs Pelicans, 122-113. Trail Blazers, Sixers, 121-124. Rockets Kings, 129-112. And then the Nets and the Clippers were 129 and 120. Like, what is with the scoring in this bubble?
1: I don't know. Everyone's on I'm right. loving it, the though. Balls ju- the balls are juiced. I'm loving it.
0: I'm also loving the, the beef and stuff that are going on. It, you know, it's starting to pick up a little bit. But um, one thing I do have a complaint for the, uh, for the bubble, the, some of the uh, overturning calls, the officials overturning calls.
1: Oh, the ref, yeah, I mean what else is new? I don't yeah, think, I think the reps, like they should have had a uh, training camp too.
0: I I completely agree. I mean, th- two games that I've watched Milwaukee play, one against Boston
1: and one against
0: or um Dallas just the other night. Um Jonas followed out both games. They oh, they reviewed his final foul and he ended up not fouling out cuz they switched the call and uh they the Bucks win the challenge, so Giannis gets to continue playing. Though he, he did foul out, uh, they went to overtime against Dallas on Saturday. That he did foul out in that in that game in the overtime uh period there. But I mean, two times this guy has fouled out and they just let him back in. And I'll tell you, uh, um that's,
1: that's not the rules last time I checked. No,
0: no, it's not, and I'll tell you that I was what when I was watching the Celtics game, I was watching with a buddy of mine. And we were listening. We were on the NBC Sports Boston uh, broadcast. Listen to Scal and Mike. You know they're always on their game. They're always great. And um, you know Scal is excited that Giannis stayed in. It's like Scal, shut up. <laughs> like just I, I had a mute. Him. Oh, yeah. I, I I actually had to mute him. I I don't know. Like I think he forgot that he's like a Boston-based broadcaster and like. Just like wants to sell things. I don't know what he I don't know what. You can like listen to him next game. It's weird. Scal has been weird over quarantine. That's all I'm gonna say. He's been drinking too much of his scal what's he got? Scal wine? I don't even know what he's got. Yeah, I, don't, scal he's got, wine, I think it is. Scal he's got some scal, some sort of scal alcohol. I mean, he's having too much of that. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's wine. <laughs> I don't know what the hell it is. Um
1: it could be an illegal substance with scal, who really knows?
0: Yeah, right. I mean, the Ginger Mamba man. He, I also saw him in a in a hair commercial. Something about like loving his his fiery curls or something. I'm like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> I've, I, I like I've seen Scal a couple times, and like every time I see him, he just like looks like he's like lost. <laughs> like when I bumped into, him, I was like walking into the garden. We were there early. We had Legends Club passes. We're walking in, and I go up the go up the stairs, and I see some tall dude in a suit, and it's Scal. I was like, Scal, yeah. he's like, he's like looking around, you like, huh? I'm like, Scal, <laughs> I, took, I took a selfie with him. I was like, yeah, like that was pretty cool. But I've like, seen him a couple times, and every single time I've seen him, he looks lost.
1: I don't yeah, know, maybe. I don't know, is he
0: like losing it? Like, what's up with Scal? Like, what's up with him?
1: I, I'm, listen, your guess is as good as mine. Your guess is as good as mine.
0: All right, that's, that's enough with the ragging on the Scal. Jaws, we'll get to your favorite, the NHL.
1: The NHL has has given and taken away from me so far in the bubble. Uh, the playoffs have been decided. Uh, the final draft lottery containing everybody who was eliminated from the bubble will be tonight at 8 o'clock. Uh, Boston Bruins having an underwhelming performance in the bubble. Uh, d- uh, very underwhelming. I mean, terrible, if you want to call it that. They go 0-3. Uh, they finish last they get the they draw the hu- Carolina hurricanes in game one of the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs tomorrow Tuesday August eleventh at eight o'clock of course but it's been uh been a time where I don't think there has been a ton of surprises I mean Montreal beating pittsburgh the twelve seed obviously beating the five seed the top seed coming out of the uh, the Stanley Cup qualifying round. That was very surprising, obviously. But other than that, everything's just about gone to plan. And Toronto getting eliminated, a bit shocking to some. Uh, Toronto being the third seed in the Atlantic Conference, or Atlantic Division, losing to the Columbus Blue Jackets for the now third year in a row The Toronto Maple Leafs have been eliminated in first-round competition in the playoffs, whether it be the Bruins of the past two years or this year in the first round of the qualifying round. It's like a qualifying round, that is. So playoffs are ready to go tomorrow, Tuesday, starting off with a 3 o'clock matchup, Blue Jackets versus Lightning. Flames and Stars tomorrow at 5.30. Bruins and Hurricanes at 8 o'clock. Blackhawks and Golden Knights at 10.30. Shaping up to be a great Great, how you say? Great slate. I'll say slate. I don't know why I really said slate. Great slate of games coming up for August into September. Still very weird that uh, we're playing hockey in August. No kidding, right? Unprecedented times, and uh, so be it. We're playing hockey in August and September. I
0: I will say, yeah, the Bruins did go zero and three in the bubble, but they lost. It's not like they lost to bummy teams; like they lost to good teams.
1: And they, you know, they they were short margin, short margins of uh, you know how. They Except played. for the
0: first, I mean, f- four to one the first game, but then the losing to Bay three to two, and then Washington two to one. I mean, it's not like they. Yes, it's the Boston Bruins. They're the best team in hockey um, pre coronavirus uh, break hiatus, whatever you want to call it. They were the best team in hockey. They still finished the best team in hockey, right? With the 44 wins and how many? About 100 points?
1: 100 points, 44 wins. Won the President's Trophy for being the best team in the league. Uh, yes, I mean, it's no secret that they get screwed uh, with the COVID. Obviously, they were most like, more than likely on their way to a clear-cut Stanley Cup. I mean, whoever they play in the finals would probably be their toughest challenge to date. But now going 0-3, I'm not letting it bother me too much just because it's around Robin. I mean, it's more – they're already in the playoffs. I don't think like they're really fighting for anything.
0: It Wasn't so, a, there a couple times where players were uh, deemed unfit,
1: whatever that means to play? Unfit to play. So, I mean, they – I don't think they were in the best physical shape, whether it be training camp, uh, you know, David Pasternak and uh, Andre Kashi, uh, you know, two of their top six wingers now. I mean, Pasternak, obviously, uh, arguably the best uh, winger in the league, not being, not knowing whether he's ready to go or not until day zero, ultimately, when they were ready to go. I Maybe they, I'm not even so sure that he joined them in their original flight over to Toronto or whether or not he came in after they did. But I'm not too worried. I'm really not. I mean, Carolina, yes, they did kind of get an easy buy-in with the Rangers, who more than likely wouldn't have made it into the playoffs to begin with. Um, But obviously, having the unprecedented times with COVID, they get in more likely. You know, if you kind of compare it to basketball, it's the case of the, the Pelicans where they're trying to get more people in. But... I mean, it's not a big deal. Uh, I don't think that they should run into too many problems unless something drastically goes wrong or all of a sudden they just can't figure anything out. I mean, they play the Washington Capitals. They've never played well against the Washington Capitals at all. They hold them to a one-goal win, two-goal, you know, two-to-one final. And they they haven't been doing anything world-breaking. I mean, these teams, I mean, Philadelphia has been very hot, um, but they're not so sold on them. They were hot going into the break. Similar to the Bruins, oh, they they've apparently stayed hard enough to uh, get it going in the bubble, but we'll have to uh, wait and see.
0: So you're not really sweating this too much for the Bruins?
1: No, I wouldn't say so. Uh, obviously, they're they're st- they're not the number one team in the league for nothing. They're not just going to lay right. It. That's literally this isn't like this isn't like they just forgot how to play hockey. I mean, it, as stupid as it sounds. People are going to think that, oh, they got screwed and this and that. Yes, they did. There's no doubt. I mean, every team got screwed, if you really think about it. Every everybody that was, got
0: screwed. Everybody. everybody that
1: was Yeah, everybody that was it, lying for a playoff spot got screwed. But they're the number one team in hockey for a reason. I mean, it's they don't just wake up and forget how to play hockey. They've had the time. They've gotten to three, you know, their regular games. They've gotten to game shape, I hope, at least. And you know what? They played three of the best teams. They didn't win one. I don't think they were quite ready, but they still have the credibility as being the number one team ready to go. Obviously, they don't get the top seeding, but still, they didn't win. They didn't have 100 points. They didn't win the President's Trophy. They don't have the highest scoring, uh, the highest average scoring team, top five power play, totally kill for nothing.
0: Right. And so, I mean, then they. I don't know much about the Bruins. You know, I'm not a big hockey guy. But I mean, from what I heard, they had that, that clear clear shot. They were the best, uh, the best team in the NHL. Um, so, like you said, like for all those reasons you said, they uh, you can't write them off, especially when they win the President's Cup and all that. So, I, I don't. I, like I said, I'm not a big hockey guy, but uh, I don't think I'd be sweating it either.
1: You no, know, I would be sweating if I put a future bet on them, which I didn't, thank God. You, you were planning on it. I was planning on it, and thank God I didn't, because I'd be sweating right now. But if we, it gets a little closer, maybe I'll, maybe, maybe I'll have to make a trip somewhere, a certain sports book, and uh, put in a little future bet.
0: Well, unfortunately, the, the tough thing with that certain sports book, um, that certain state is now a travel restricted
1: state. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So, so we aren't getting like there that, anytime soon. Looks like we're not getting there anytime
0: soon. <laughs> Good thing we have a certain app from a certain friend.
1: That can get us that futures bet. That's true, but I mean, there's nothing like having that ticket. Man. That
0: ticket, right. But then you're not going to worry about losing the ticket.
1: That's true, but I mean, if it's a...
0: On... Especially you, like, I feel like you lose it's, the ticket.
1: If it's a good chunk of money, though, I'm, trust me, I, I ain't
0: losing. It's like a gift card. You, you never seem to lose gift cards, right? No. So, like no, a, casino, remember, a, casino, no. a casino ticket's the same way. Like On the gift card, it says, treat this as money. Treat this as money casino ticket you treat it like money that it is, is, money. Well, that is, live is money. money that is yeah. that is a large wad of
1: money that you're waiting for you're just going to turn that in and that's all yours but uh, you asked me if i'm worried about the Berwins. i'm not worried until i have to be worried that's that's that, i'm not going to hit the panic button until i have to
0: fair enough that is fair enough and uh what what is
1: what even is the series uh, best of what for the um so from here on in, it's best of seven. It is best
0: of seven. The, so it's now it's traditional. Histo-
1: the, yeah, historical. It's like a traditional playoff. Bruins have historically, you know, performed well in seven-game series. Obviously, when they don't get eliminated. But in recent memory, I mean, game seven, seven-game series, they've been what they were three and one last. Season. They they won the year before that. So I mean, I'm not like I said. Recent I'm memory not, of
0: seven-game series. I'm um, not,
1: I'm just, not gonna don't, panic. Just,
0: just don't let it go to Game 7? Pretty much.
1: I mean, that's been their only real downfall. <laughs> yeah, just don't let it, it go to Game 7. They they've certainly made it interesting, except for last year's Stanley Cup Final, Game 7, of course, where they got the Doors beat off of them in their own rink, in their own barn. But either way, uh, like I said, not going to hit the panic button until we have to.
0: So just don't hit the panic button until it's Game 7. And then if it gets to Game 7, just throw the ticket away. There's no point yeah. in holding on to it.
1: Yep, exactly. If the Bruins
0: get to a Game if 7.
1: If they're in the Stanley Cup Final.
0: If they're in the Stanley Cup Final and it goes to Game 7, you might as well uh, pick up work for something. that night.
1: Yes, you might want to because... It might just save, it, save it, you it a lot of money. It might save you and some tears.
0: And help you weigh, break, break even maybe save some tears. It, it just might be in your best interest. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a big hockey guy. But I know the Bruins go to Game 7. I'm betting against them. That is just for sure. In the Stanley Cup Final, of course.
1: In the Stanley Cup Final. Anywhere else. Locked.
0: Yeah, and I mean, uh, I bet on the Bruins once this year. And uh, it was like a Sunday afternoon. They lost 3-1. to one, So I won't
1: do it again. Nope. You have to take the other key <laughs> puck line. One to half.
0: Now I will just be going uh, all uh, all NBA. That's how I am. And UFC. Love some UFC. UFC. We have kind of fallen off in the UFC a little bit ever since... Uh, Live sports returned. Haven't been as great with the UFC. I still love the UFC. Dana White is a savage. I love the UFC. Love the competitiveness. Uh, Fight Island's uh, pretty cool. So I love all about it. Just not NASCAR either. Don't 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 make me watch NASCAR.
1: Oh come on now.
0: I mean I know you're a NASCAR guy, but like I I still like it blows my mind that you like to watch that stuff.
1: I enjoy it. Yeah, uh, you have to have, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a fine wine. You need to have an acquired taste for it.
0: You know what I'd rather do is, I'd rather log on to GTA and drive around Los Santos with my buddies and have our own little NASCAR race. I couldn't, I couldn't watch that for 300 laps. But what's the fulfillment of that?
1: Yeah, but then, then if you watch it, right, you get the big wreck and then you're the man. You're like, wow, that was awesome.
0: Wow, that was awesome. I just watched four hours of cars driving in circles. Uh, forget it, forget it. <laughs> just don't get in a wreck, and uh, then everyone has a chance to win as long as you
1: don't get into a wreck. Talking about missing out or a wreck in general, the Boston Red Sox
0: talk about a segue, Alex. Talk about hey. a segue.
1: Hey, thank you, thank you. There you I mean. go.
0: There you go.
1: I don't know. I I don't think I ever had hope for them, but I oh
0: uh, uh, retract I those words.
1: I, I, I was very promised in the beginning. So, but, so you uh, did have
0: to, you did have a little bit of hope for them.
1: I didn't think the rotation would be this terrible.
0: Well, I feel like this is exactly what we kind of talked about with this, uh when we did that preseason uh, MLB episode with the sports and stuff podcast. I mean, this is exactly what we talked about, their rotation. I mean, what was worse? Pick your poison, the starters or the bullpen. It turns out the starters are
1: worse than the bullpen somehow.
0: somehow. Yeah, I mean, it's just all <laughs>
1: blended into one. I mean, we don't even have enough starters to, to you know, even put it together.
0: No. Although, you know, if, I don't know if you caught it yesterday. I was, I was listening to it on the car ride home. Mitch Borland did a two-run walk-off yesterday over the Grand Monst- uh, the Green Monster.
1: So the green monster?
0: The, I said the grand. I don't know why I was going to say
1: the grandstand, but a great green monster. I mean, <laughs> somehow Mitch Moreland has been the only bright uh, spot on the team. No, no, Verdugo no. having a good performance Verdugo,
0: game. there are some bright spots with the Red Sox right now. Mitch Moreland has been playing great this year. Verdugo's been playing great as of late. He wasn't really playing too much at the beginning of the season.
1: So um, That's okay, though.
0: Caraza has been playing great. I really like what I'm seeing from Peraza.
1: I too. And uh, you know, as, as kind of someone who was kind of. I'm not, you
0: know, I'm not even.
1: was uh, set out for a utility guy, really.
0: Yeah, and I'm not going to lie. I didn't know much about him when coming coming to Boston. Um, you know, Godley, or when we, actually, our last episode, we talked to you, said, Where the hell has Zach Godley been? And uh, he there ended he up is. getting a start, losing, but he looks good coming out of the bullpen. So there isn't like. All hope isn't lost with the Red Sox. Uh, you know what I mean? Polecki, Kevin Polecki, the catcher, he hasn't been that bad. It's the people that I'm concerned about, Andrew Benintendi. Andrew Benintendi has been terrible.
1: Oh, my God.
0: You know what he's hitting right now? You know what he's hitting?
1: I don't even want to know. I don't know. I oh, don't want
0: to know. 0.56. 0.56. <sighs> wow. That is That'll hard. Happen what happened? He hasn't been good since his rookie year, though. He had that one catch in the playoffs, and, all, oh, it's Ben and Sandy. He hasn't been good since his rookie year. And you know what the Red Sox? Oh, another kind of guy Another guy I missed that's kind of been, uh, been, a, been a bright spot, Pilar. And the Red Sox, they have depth in the outfield. They don't need this guy. He's just wasting time at this point. I was tuned in the Red Sox um, a couple nights ago. It was after the Celtics. I turned on the Red Sox. I'm laying down. Um, they were playing Tampa Bay. It's 5-1. to one. Bases are loaded. Bottom of the ninth. Two outs. Andrew Benintendi goes down looking. Looking. That How do you go happen. down looking? With two outs happen. in the bottom of the ninth and bases loaded. You can't go down looking, bud. You just can't go down looking. But he did. He goes down looking and I was like, are you shitting me? He did not just go down looking. And
1: Yeah, I mean, Ben oh. Attendee, I just, oh, my God. You know what he had, yeah, he had hit leadoff, hit leadoff. Lead He's shaping up to hit leadoff. Nope. He stinks. You know how many hits he has? Maybe three.
0: Two. And one of them, I remember, against Baltimore, or against the Mets, I'm sorry, wasn't even a hit. Nope. It, it was an error, and they it gave an him error. a hit. It was an error. So he really only has one hit this season. And what are we doing here? Like, why are we still, like, Pilar has been hitting well. Verdugo obviously had a two. He has more home runs than Benintendi has hits. Mm-hmm. And then Jackie Bradley Jr., he's hitting better than Benintendi, and he's better in the field. I don't know why we're wasting our time with this guy. I really don't. Me either. He, like I said, he has not. He has been underperforming since his rookie year. He hasn't been great since his rookie year. He really did like every year. It's like, oh, Benintendi's going to turn it up at the end of the year. Where? When is he going to do it? When is Benintendi going to turn it up? I'm still waiting because I haven't seen it. And he's also 26. So like, what are we waiting for? Though MLB players could have later primes. What are we waiting for?
1: Go for it, Alex. Tell me. (laughs) To your Red Sox point, the top of the lineup has been poopy. They've had poopy diaper the whole year. Martinez, underperforming. Kevers, yeah. I'm saying in a sense Martinez for the money we're paying him, underperforming. Bogarts, obviously, has been consistent. There's no doubt there. Bogarts is
0: hitting 319.
1: It's been the bottom of the lineup. Peraza, Pilar, Vasquez, Verdugo, even Jackie Bradley—you can if, even throw him in there.
0: If you were to tell me that Peraza, Mitch Moreland, Jackie Bradley, and Verdugo were keeping the Red Sox afloat right now, I would have said, "What's going on?" Like it should have. Who's we were talking? Who's Jose Peraza? That's
1: what
0: who's? I would have said, "Who's Jose Peraza?" You're right, and, you know, I didn't know much about Peraza coming into the year, and then. He's a good player. I like Peraza. Um, Devers, he, he can't get. He's just a liability in the field. Like he, he, I, did,
1: he did, he did, have a nice little. Play he did have. He
0: did. He did have a nice little play though. But he is. You know what? Like if you see a, a line drive or a ground ball to third base, tell me you aren't shitting yourself a little bit, and you're lying. Yeah,
1: if it's a line drive, <laughs> yes, I am.
0: A ground ball. How many times have you seen the ball hit the heel of his glove and just drop dead right on third base? Mm-hmm. You know, the runner runner gets safe to first base. How many or, times
1: have you seen that this year? Or, uh, or the classic, um, you know, airmail. How about that one? I, like that
0: one too. I believe you were the one that you, you said it on the last podcast that you said when the balls hit to him and his runners aboard, he just he looks confused. Yeah, he, he like, doesn't does. look. He
1: doesn't know what he's doing. He's got his tongue hanging out of his mouth. He just has no idea what's going on.
0: It's like, like I'm like at the point now, like, Devers learned how to play first base or, or like, because remember they used to stick Poppy at first base. Like, if David Ortiz could play first base, Devers, you could play first base.
1: Yeah, if exactly. Not,
0: if not, you know, like, like I said, they have outfield depth. Like, Benintendi's just another body in there now. Like the dude, dude, dude has one at hit. This point, I'm not even going to count it. He he has two he has two hits but I'm gonna call it one hit. He has one hit, and he's reached on an error. Like at this point, Benintendi's just wasting space in that outfield. You got Verdugo who's playing well, Pilar. Bradley is probably the like fielding wise probably the pure outfielder. He's the best fielding wise in the league. And right. you got JD. You can stick always stick can stick JD and right. I mean I don't love right. him on right field, but I mean if we can get some bats bats in the offense, then we can get some run scoring. I wouldn't really mind it. And that's the thing is the Red Sox is every time I'm looking, I'm like, all right, let's see what we're going to look at for MLB tonight. What bets do I want to put in? I look at the Red Sox and I'm always tempted to go over on the runs because I can't bet on them straight up. I just can't do it. Of all these on the Hill, then maybe other than that, it's not happening. No, the only thing that tempts me is the over on the runs because their offense has so much potential to be good. It's just
1: yeah, and more than likely they're going to face terrible pitching.
0: Right. And you know what? It's not like they haven't been putting runs on the board because they have. But it's just, like, I don't know what is up with, like, we knew they were going to be bad, and I knew the pitching was going to be bad. I didn't think it was going to be this bad. And tonight we got Ryan Brazier going against the Rays. Who was,
1: who was not a starter.
0: Who was not a starter. Thank you. Though, another thing, most of the league this year, at least to start, uh, like from what I've been seeing, a lot of the pitchers are really only going five, six innings. For the Red Sox, they're going four and two thirds. All the pitchers going four and two thirds. It, it, yeah, and I get it, it's a shortened season; you don't have many pitchers. But I mean, four and two thirds is a little bit too short. Yeah, that's not
1: going to get it done. You it, can't it, even get a win on the board if you go four <laughs> and two thirds. You don't even. It's not like you don't.
0: It's not like you have a bullpen. Like if you have a bullpen that you can rely on, five, Four and two thirds will do it. No, you don't. You got like at least go at least go for the full four or uh the full five. Like just just please, like, don't put this bullpen in yet. Like the fact that Ryan Brazier's starting tonight, oh yikes.
1: Yikes he might have came it, he might have shown up for a relief effort yesterday. I mean that's this is our team. <laughs>
0: he really might have. Hey, let me check. He really might have. Like it's not even like obviously it's like very, very Slim chance, but he really might have pitched yesterday like that's that is the red sox let's see Yeah, and martin Perez
1: poopy martin Perez
0: nope, we had uh Ivaldi he went six innings, so that was that was pretty good for a red sox pitcher or a pitcher, and you know like with the shortened season um you gotta treat pitchers like you know what I mean like their arms you're gonna you gotta worry about it and stuff, but six innings kind of a, it's good right now for the Red Sox and for any team, and then you have um Ossage coming in he went. Uh two thirds and then Austin Bryce went an inning in a third and then Barnes came in for an inning, struck out two. Austin Bryce had uh three strikeouts. Like I said, I was watch watched uh listening on the ride home, but I did I did catch the Moreland um the Moreland home run. But oh so so yesterday Verdugo let off.
1: Yeah, they get a mixed bag at the leadoff position because they
0: De- Devers hit second. Because
1: everybody thought Andrew Benintendi was going to be, you know, Mookie Bats 2018.
0: Nope. I mean, it, the dude can't hit leadoff, period. Like, like, he's been, like, I just, I don't get it. Like, wasn't there trade, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, there was interest in acquiring Benintendi. Uh, different teams, I believe the Mets were one of them, in possibly trading for Benintendi. And they didn't do it. Like, come on. Like, just do it. We,
1: get... we dumped the own Mancada for Chris Sale instead of Andrew Benintendi. This, this is the Red Sox, Alex. This is the Red Sox. I mean, wow. How did we get shafted in that one?
0: That, that is the so. Boston Red Sox. What are we waiting for? Benintendi's 26 years old. Hasn't been good since his rookie year. And you know what? I, like I said. I know MLB players could have later primes. They could have their primes later than any other sport. But he's 26 and has sucked since his rookie year. Sucked. He. It's. It's crazy. It's crazy that we're wasting our time with this kid. Like we have depth in the outfield. Like, come on. It's getting frustrating. Like every time he's gonna like know he's either gonna go down looking or he's gonna lay a a weak hit down the third baseline, right? Or something ridiculous. It's it's like, it's honestly, it's starting to get annoying. A bunt. Like, a bunt. If you're, that's the closest he's got. Like, he's got one hit. What have we played? What are we, 17 games in?
1: Yep. 15?
0: 15, 15 games in, then 6-9? 15 games in right now, and the guy has one hit? Like, come on. What are we doing?
1: Well, let, let's tail away from poor Andrew Benettoni. And let me put a crazier, crazier scenario in oh. your head. Can they slide in the two seat and get the plan? They
0: start? Mm, well, right as of right now, I think anything's possible uh, with the AL East. But the Yankees obviously have the one that won't even be close. Um, the Rays—they just have great pitching. The Rays they have do. unbelievable. The Rays have probably one of the the best. Pitch, pitching uh one of the best rotations in the league and, bullpen. and, and, and sleepy bullpen. bullpens they have great pitching it's their bats aren't really there for the rays so with the no, rays have they it, ever really been they really haven't no uh they have meadows that's about it like the rays they have one of the better rotations and bullpens I mean the Orioles are now above the red side. so right now Yankees sit at ten and six Rays eight and eight Orioles seven and seven, Red Sox six and nine, Blue Jays five and eight. If you know what I can't, you, I can't even say that the Red Sox will get will sneak into that second place because uh, look at the look at the last time they well, that series against Baltimore, the first series they go they win the first game, everyone like oh let's go, and they drop the next two. It's like they're gonna see these teams a lot under the whole COVID schedule. They're gonna see these teams a lot, so I I think. No, it's not happening. I don't think it happens. See, no. I, I, I think I'd much rather not see them in the playoffs or the wild. I, I don't even want to see them contend for it. I, I really don't.
1: I mean, like, I don't think there's even a wild card anymore. They might not
0: be with all the COVID situation, but I don't even want to see them contend for it. Like, I just want to like, just, like, stay afloat. Like, I think it's going to be the Yankees, then Tampa. And then the th- three, four, and five, uh, that that'll be kind of open. But I think it'll be the Yankees and then uh, the Rays.
1: I, uh, I don't know. I mean, I think half of everybody, I think, would be a majority that would say you're crazy and would laugh. And the majority would, you know, be like, well, you see. And they'd try to make a case for it,
0: you know. And then, you know, the people that listen to this uh, – whether, you look, whether they listen before the game or maybe after, you know they're gonna wake up and see. Wait, who start, Who started for the for the Red Sox? Wait, who was who? their starter? Who was their starter? Who, Ryan oh, Brazier. Ryan Brazier. Oh, I think I remember him last year. I think he he pitched out of the bullpen for us in the, a little bit of yeah. this year. Yeah, I remember him. And then they'll they'll go Tuesday. They'll, they'll wake up and say, oh, I wonder who the Red Sox have going tonight.
1: Oh, Martin Perez. Nice. Okay. Leader in ERA and wins. <laughs> Tied for the lead wins on the Boston Red Sox.
0: My, okay, nice. And so then, then, what? It's just going to be, like, Brian Brazier's our starter tonight. Like, I, and Brian Brazier, I'm not saying he's, like, a bad pitcher or anything, but he's not and a it, starter. It,
1: it, but, and he's not a starter. It's obviously he's just an opener. So, nothing crazy. So, tonight easier, we can expect 90, three. Not, Five games this year, nine ERA, four innings pitched, four strikeouts, and two to get a whip under or right at two, actually. So I don't know. I just which don't is, even want. Which, do you know what the whip uh, stat stands for? Uh,
0: whip wh- wins.
1: Uh, I, 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 I don't. What is it? Wins hits innings pitched. Wins hit. I thought to say wins per inning pitched or something. I was like, oh, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, I really look at the
0: ERAs and the hits and all that. I don't really look at the WHIP. Nope. <laughs> the, the no, sorry.
1: I was completely wrong. Well, no, walks plus hits per innings pitched.
0: Yeah, no, that's something my grandfather looks at. I look at the. I look at the ERAs and the. Uh, the hits and all that good strikeouts. I I don't look at the WHIP. That is something my grandfather reads in the Boston Globe in the morning. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not something I, I that's not something I look at.
1: All right, so I mean,
0: Ryan see. So to wrap it up here, we'll we'll finish our last segment. This Momoepi is long because it's kind of like what the hell. Like I don't even know what to say about it. It's just like what the hell. I, I that's all you can really say. The NFL, one month away from kickoff, uh, still seemingly do not have a plan. They have the COVID list. They cut some roster spots, I'm pretty sure, but they have still seemingly have no plan. Um, Training camp, I mean, at this this time last year, there was preseason games being played. Obviously, that's not happening. How scary is that? Right. So there was preseason games being played at this time last year, Um, joint practices, all that stuff's happening, and now – I'm pretty sure we just got all, everyone on the field uh, just recently. So, what the hell? Uh, what is that going to happen? What
1: is going to happen with the NFL? Who knows? I mean, I knows. think, like, there's going to be a season. I mean, it's too late for them to call it, but how long it lasts, good luck. I have no idea.
0: I mean, I saw, I saw like, um, I saw Brady. I think it was Brady posted a picture, not the one with the visor. He had like a clear thing over like his nose and mouth on on the on the face mask, just kind of resting on that. It was like it was like almost like a piece of plexiglass. It was like a clear like covering over his nose and mouth. I mean, if that's what they think is going to prevent COVID, I mean, shit, shit. Why (laughs) why, we should
1: (laughs) shit if it's that easy? you have bleeding, breathing, sweating all over these guys. Yeah, that's that'll do it. Full covering over the nose and the mouth.
0: That does it. That
1: does
0: it. That's it. <laughs> I mean, and no jersey swaps, too. Don't, don't you dare jersey. No. Oh, you can tackle each other all good, but don't you think about doing a jersey swap. Don't, don't no. you dare. You know what? Don't, you hit each other all you want. You know, bleed on each other. You know, your blood can be on Breathe, his jersey, but sneeze, don't,
1: you, but don't yep. you
0: dare sign his jersey. You do not leave no. with his jersey. You can leave with his blood, but not his jersey. You leave that here. How stupid all, is that?
1: Literally, leave everything on the field, but don't trade your jersey.
0: Don't no, don't do it. Everything else is fine. You know, you can high five, tackle all everything. Just do. Don't you dare lose leave a jersey, or you're going to be in big, big, big trouble. By Mister. Yeah, Goodell. you're going to get don't,
1: COVID. You're going to
0: get COVID. You're you're you will get COVID if you start sharing jerseys. Don't you do it now, Mister. Goodell. He will get put you in big, 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 big trouble. He might suspend he'll you for four games.
1: He'll, he'll put you over his knee on his comfy chair in his basement.
0: You don't want to be in the comfy chair. No.
1: Actually, this is
0: where I watch football. Rumor has it, if you, if, uh, you jersey swap, he change you into the basement, test you four times before you can leave in his comfy chair.
1: He injects you with COVID.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a jersey swap. Don't you freaking jersey swap. Don't do it. So I mean I don't even know what to say I don't even know what to say about the NFL cuz like you know what it is now August 10th and I haven't talked m- about fantasy
1: football once nope, and, and we're a month away from kickoff
0: we're a month away from kickoff and I'm I am a big fantasy football guy I love fantasy football I haven't thought about it once not once uh,
1: it hasn't even it hasn't even crossed my mind I put my keepers in a couple of weeks ago and that was it Well,
0: I put my keeper in in uh February with uh, Patrick Mahomes, my homie, Patrick Mahomes. Yes, I know, you know, typically people keep a, keep a quarterback, but, I mean, when Patrick Mahomes and I can kind of count on 30 points a game, I'm going to do it.
1: Yeah, I would too.
0: I'm going to do it. And, you know, my running backs great this year weren't too great. So it was either Patrick Mahomes or James Conner. So I, I went with Mahomes because I'd keep a running back, if anything. But Mahomes, you get 30 a game out of him, so – See, this is the most I've talked about fantasy in all summer. I mean, it's ridiculous because I mean I look forward to talking about fantasy all summer, but uh, not this year. I mean it's kind of like I don't know what's going to happen. I feel like I, I like I got to meet up with my league, my league members, and commissioners over Zoom, of course, and discuss how we're going to handle this. How are we going to handle this COVID crisis? So are we going to add more roster spots? What are we going to do?
1: I don't know. right? My league's a four bench spot, and that's it. So that's it. Well, so you're in trouble.
0: So what we did yeah, last year is we had, we had a um, an injured reserve spot. So if your guy was out or was questionable, got rid of, so it was like doubtful or out, you can put him in the injured reserve spot and pick up somebody. But, I mean, what are we gonna have? COVID spots? Are the leagues gonna help us out? Is ESPN yeah. or? Are, are Yahoo sleeper? Are, are they gonna say, oh, they're like, oh, we'll make a COVID spot. If he tests positive, you know, you can just throw him on a special reserve and I mean that's it for two weeks. I mean, what's that? Like point two five of the fan point two of the fantasy season? Two weeks? I will be
1: conducting huh. daily
0: daily testing on my players.
1: a temperature check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we yeah. Don't, Doing we a don't have the resources for daily testing.
0: Do uh, do a temperature check at the at the gates. If you feel unwell, please do not show up. And don't switch jerseys. That's all I've heard from the NFL. And no fans. <laughs> at, at least for the first at least for the first two games, there's no fans. But maybe we'll sneak season ticket holders at the end of the year. We'll give them two games. Just maybe. Just if we can, we'll try, all right? Just pay your money now. Pay your 2020 tickets now, and we'll try to get you in. I can't promise and, you anything, but
1: we're gonna try. And and maybe, maybe we'll give you a credit for next year.
0: And if you know what, if it doesn't work out, I'm sorry. Like I'm sorry. That's it. We'll send you a we'll send you a, a sorry no, We'll send you a Patriots bumper sticker. I'm sorry. Sorry, yeah. we made you pay your season tickets for a season that you're not even most likely not even gonna be able to attend the game. But don't you dare lose hope because we could sneak you in there. Just wait. Around December time, if you want to come freeze your, freeze your ass off at Gillette Stadium, you're more than welcome. You're just going to sit in the 300s. That's, that's fine. It. That's away, all it is. Everybody. So that's all I've heard from the NFL. So as I said, to open up the segment, what the hell?
1: I mean, the Mac, done. First FBS to cancel football season. Big Ten doesn't look good. So we'll see.
0: And well, I think colleges are a little different than the NFL. Like, colleges, you know, you have all those people on campus and stuff. I mean, colleges are obviously um, they're dealing with different different things. With the NFL, you can't play in a bubble with the NFL because you're not, not going to find anywhere with that amount of space. Nope. I mean, like I, I don't know if I said it on the show or if we were just Area talking, 51, talking, over yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> talking over some chilies. Yeah, right, yeah. Talking over some chilies or something. But, I mean, look at it. On a traditional, like, week, week one, week two, week, traditional Sunday with no bye weeks, you have – eight games in the one o'clock window, four in the four o'clock, and a Sunday and a Monday and a Thursday. You have all of that. So you you have 16 games. Where are you going to find – so if you're just looking at Sundays, where are you going to find a field, 14 football fields? Where are you going to find that?
1: 14 different camera crews. Fourteen different boards of advertising. Oh, so,
0: that's, so that's like 1,624 1, yards roughly on field alone. Plus housing. I mean, unless you want these guys flying back and forth. One team gets to stay home in the middle of wherever. Actually, you know what? Dakota, they don't have a team. We're going to stick them right next to Mount Rushmore. And they're going to play there you right go. there. And you know Perfect. what? We're going to fly them home, and then they can just come back on Thursday. What, what is
1: happening with the NFL? Why don't they play in Alaska?
0: There you go. COVID. Antarctica. I'm pretty sure it's the only uh, continent without COVID right now. Send them there. Football. There cold go. weather sport. Now
1: you're, thinking. now you're thinking. It's a
0: cold weather sport, is it not? Send them there. Send them there. And then you know what we can say? Seven hours of commercial free football.
1: Coming I can't away.
0: wait. starts now. Are you kidding?
1: You're not a, re- you're not a uh, red zone guy? I can't say I've only watched one full day of Red Zone.
0: So. Okay, well, this is where we're going to end the episode.
1: This is stop. where we're going to stop. This, this is where we're going. This is where we're going to stop. But Scott I hands. think you no, know, I think no matter what, September 10th is going to be a kickoff date.
0: And then it's just, I, I think they're going to try. it to no matter how long it lasts.
1: Yep, that's exactly how it is.
0: And you know what? If if it starts spreading and. Uh, like spreading like wildfire and with football. That's definitely a possibility. Sorry, excuse me. That's definitely a possibility, but who knows? And, and, you know, I feel like we've said this all throughout the pandemic, but this is, uh, we're back to that. Wait and see,
1: wait and see. We haven't said that in a while. That's for sure.
0: No, but now uh, we're back at it. So, uh, you want to go ahead and plug the socials?
1: Absolutely. So be sure to follow my personal wrestling podcast, the J and J wrestling podcast, on Instagram and Twitter, at j and Wrestling Pod. Be sure to follow us on Spotify. Listen to all of our previous episodes by searching J&J Wrestling Podcast on Spotify and only Spotify. Of course, and over here, be sure to follow us anywhere you're listening to this podcast. I don't know where else that isn't a podcast platform you'd be listening to us on. But obviously by searching... Redline podcast. Follow us. Five star reviews. Thank you very much. Follow us on Instagram, Redline Sports 617, and follow us on Twitter at Redline Sports. And, uh, Justin, do you have anything to add before we head out?
0: Uh, no, I, I really do. You know it Just uh, stay cool. It's hot out there today. I'm sweating, uh, sweating sitting in here. I had to turn the AC off because you can hear it rattling. Uh, you know those window ACs, those damn things. So uh, yeah. yeah, that's about all I got to say, Alex. Um, whenever we get together and we're able to watch some live sports and uh, throw some money down, I'm looking forward to it.
1: Always a yeah. good time. Absolutely, yeah. I don't know. Always, we going a, that, but, uh, always uh, a good it's time. Always a good time. It's gonna be soon. It's gonna be soon. Well, well it's soon. soon, legitimately soon. Like tonight, in tomorrow, the week, during the week.
0: Tonight, tomorrow, Wednesday, no, Thursday, no. Friday.
1: knows? Thursday, Friday, who knows? Who knows? We'll figure
0: it out. We're busy. A lot of people going back to school. Good luck to all of them. Good luck to our listeners. Uh, If you're laying in your dorm room right now and self-quarantining, supporting us from God knows where and whatever time it may be, good morning, good evening, good night. We're out of here.
1: Take care, everybody. Stay safe.